Well, hello, I'm Kimberly Brock. And for the last 20 years, I've been running my own businesses that have not only been profitable, but personally fulfilling to me. And so now I'm on a mission to help other women just like you do the exact same thing. Now we're going to have some fun. So let's get started. Well, hello, it's Kimberly. It's episode 45. I'm so glad that you are here today. If you are new, welcome. I'm so happy you have stumbled upon this podcast or maybe a friend told you about it. Each week, I help people start their businesses. Yep, I do. I love it so much and I help them get everything going. If you're new, I have a free download for you below. It's 16 steps to get your business started. If you've never had like a checklist just to make sure you're doing everything right, I've got a link below so you can download that. Also, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. So hit that button right now so you don't miss out on any future episodes. And if you have been listening a while, thank you so much. If you've never left a star rating, if you could click below right now and hit five stars, that would be amazing. I would be so appreciative. And if you even have a few seconds to write a written review, that is even better. Thank you all so much to my loyal listeners. Y'all have been amazing. Okay, on to the episode. Well, hello, everyone. I hope you all are having a great week. I wanted to tell you about something exciting. As you know, I offer one-on-one coaching, and I've had my hour, power hour is what I call it, which is awesome. It's a great strategy session. But now I'm also offering a package of four 30-minute coaching and strategy sessions. And this is a quick way for those of you that want accountability over, say, four weeks, We can do 30 minutes a week to help develop your action plan, what you need to be doing to move forward, and accountability. I will keep you on track. That's what I do best. I'm an action taker myself, and I love to help people get going, get moving, and do the right thing. So if you are needing personal help, you've just thought to yourself, I can't keep going like this, I'm not making any progress, or I need another set of eyeballs on my business, I need someone to tell me if I'm doing the right things. I would love to work with you. You can apply now for a 15-minute free call. So I just started offering that as well. We'll do a 15-minute Zoom call. We will talk through your issues, and I will let you know how I think we can team up together and help you move your business forward. So I just wanted to share that with you. I'm excited about it. And I know a lot of you have been saying you want more accountability. And this way, in the shorter sessions, I'm keeping you on track each week. So I just wanted to let you know that was available. And I wanted to talk to you today about ways that you can also pivot your business. I know a lot of people, when you hear the word pivot, you automatically think a major shift in your business, like starting a whole new business. And and that is true. You are right. But I want you to know, that you can also make shifts in your business. You can make little shifts. Maybe it means taking a step this way instead of that way. Maybe it means looking and pointing in this direction versus the other direction. All it is is assessing what's going on right now and what maybe is not going right. You can adjust it. You can adapt. Last week, or actually it was a week before last on episode 43, you probably heard the episode with Michelle Stinson on how she has had to adapt. She was on my show back in December of 2019, and that was pre-COVID days, and she was sharing with us how she didn't have to use any new current marketing techniques. She relied on word of mouth. She has very personal relationships with her customers. She sees them in person, talks to them in person. She laughed, and we talked about how she used old school business principles. But when I had her on two weeks ago, she talked about how she had to shift. 
She had to shift her marketing. She has to do things different now. She's had to take on social media, email marketing, all of that. It's a fun episode. If you want to listen to it, I'll put the link below. It's episode 43. But my point is, everybody has to pivot at some point. And when I say pivot, again, I could mean shift. I could mean adapt. I could mean go in a different direction, right? It doesn't mean it's a full overhaul and you're just throwing away everything you've done. Sometimes it does mean that, starting a new business. That's what happened to me. I started this new business here, and you've heard me talk about it before. I had my online boutiques for 16 years, loved them, but the time came when it just it wasn't fulfilling for me anymore, and it was, a, you know, it came to a point that I needed to adapt and do things totally differently, and I just wasn't feeling it anymore, and I decided I wanted to do something I was even more passionate about and that I could make more of an impact with, and that's why I started this podcast, and I'm doing this. So the point is, we all have to do it. Sometimes it's major. Sometimes um, it is just a little shift. So today, I want to kind of have you take a moment of pause and listen. I don't know if you're walking, you're doing the dishes, you're driving, you're listening to me on an Alexa device, whatever it is. Think about these things with your business. Has something major happened that has kind of thrown a wrench in your business or curtailed your business? Have you had to deal with the impacts of COVID-19? And a lot of people have. So I would say, yes, most of you are probably affected by COVID-19 somehow. Have you found yourself not making as much money? Have you found that just things aren't selling as well as they used to? Have you found that people are giving you consistent feedback or telling you about pain points of things that you don't offer? For example, when I was when I was running my online boutiques, I sold kids monogrammed items. And for a while, we had backpacks and lunch kits that were so adorable. And then someone had said, well, I would love a nap mat that matched. Boom. We add the nap mats. Those are a great seller. And then later, we were getting feedback, something about people needed sleeping bags. And we thought, oh, we could, you know, have the whole set where they could get a sleeping bag, a nap mat, a backpack, and a lunch kit. Sounds like overkill, right? But you would be surprised. People that are monogrammed fanatics love all that stuff. And if they find a pattern they love, they just buy it all. Some people maybe just wanted the lunch kit and the backpack and the sleeping bag. They didn't even need a nap mat for school. My point is, if you hear that people are saying that they need something or that they're asking you for something you don't have, that that kind of gives you a clue that you may need, need to shift. If you are always playing catch up, meaning you're just always behind the eight ball, you're never really feeling like you're ahead of your business and you're being able to plan ahead and you do things right. Sometimes that can be because you're just totally busy, but at that point you could hire someone else. Sometimes if you're always playing catch up, you feel behind because what you're doing isn't really effective. Have you found yourself being surrounded by a lot of competition? And it's becoming hard for you to stand out for whatever reason. If you feel like you've hit a plateau, like your sales have kind of tailed off, maybe that's a good sign. You need to take a step. You need to shift. What about if you see that one of your products specifically is getting a ton of traction and the others aren't? That could be a sign. Also, if you've had your perspective change on something. And I was trying to think of an example of this, but it might be, let's say you sold cupcakes. I use this example a lot. If you have a bakery or something and something happened and you found out your child had a gluten intolerance and you decided, you know what, how do I sit here and sell these cupcakes to people when I know some people don't know they have a gluten intolerance or I can't serve those people. My perspective has changed. Maybe now I should shift and sell gluten-free cupcakes or offer just a gluten-free bake shop, right? 
These are just things that if you're finding yourself in any of those, something major happens, you're not making enough money, you're constantly getting feedback, you've got too much competition around you, you've hit a plateau, you're finding that certain things get a lot of traction that you sell or you offer, or your perspective has changed. These are good signs that you need to make a shift. And these can be awesome, simple shifts. They're tweaks. They're basically tweaks to your business. You can do this. So here are nine ways that you can pivot your business. So I'm going to kind of go through these and this will start stirring up hopefully your creative juices and your imagination on how you can maybe slightly pivot, slightly shift your business. Number one, you can change how you offer what you're offering. For example, with COVID, people that are personal trainers, they used to do in-person. Now maybe they're offering them online, like group sessions or one-on-one sessions via Zoom. Okay, so that's a pivot. That's how you're offering your product. Your whole business before was based on personal touch and being with them. And now it's over Zoom. That's a shift. Like I said, the episode 43 with Michelle Stinson and her company Impression Edge, that's what they've had to do. They're a multi-million dollar business. That's a shift. Are they selling anything different? No. Is she doing the exact same thing? Taking care of our customers, helping them, you know, with their branded products for their events or for their own clients or for their own business, right? It's a simple shift. But right now, you may have to take that on which is how you offer it. Maybe you had a bakery and now you want to offer mobile cupcakes. Maybe you did singing lessons in groups in person and now you're doing them over Zoom, right? So number one, you can change how you offer it. Number two, you can change your revenue model, meaning you may have just offered one-off sessions for those workout sessions and it was $50. Maybe now you're doing $100 a month for five classes or four classes. You can change. Is it a membership model? Is it one-off personal sessions? Is it group sessions? How could you change your business model? Could you do a subscription box? What could you do that's different? It's a new way of getting revenue. Or maybe you have a blog and now you're going to really amp up your ads and everything on your blog and try to get ad revenue versus just affiliate revenue. You're going to run ads for other companies on your blog, right? That's an idea. Number three, you could focus on a feature. So let's say, for example, you have the bakery and or you had a mobile baking service and you decided that, you know, you've been selling the cupcakes, but you are getting a ton of traction on the gluten-free cupcakes. Let's just say. So now maybe you amp up that business. You ramp up your marketing on gluten-free and you offer a few more flavors. Maybe you pull your audience asking them, would you want more? How could you really focus on that? So think about it. Is there something that's standing out in your business that's a feature of one of your products that could really be expanded upon? Okay. Number four. Maybe it's the opposite. Maybe you've just been focusing on gluten-free, but you're missing out on all these other people that want really heavy icing and super decadent desserts for events, wedding cakes, and big fun parties that they're having, right? Maybe you expand your offering. So think about that right now with your business. Is there something you could either broaden or narrow down on? 
Number five, could you be teaming up with others? Is there others in your industry? Let's say you're a baker. Could you team up now with wedding planners? Could you team up with caterers who don't do desserts as much? Could you team up with other bakers and do some fun event? Get creative. What are the ways that you could team up with others? Could you market your business differently? Could you market it different? Like Michelle had to do. She had to take on social media. She had to take on email marketing. Maybe you haven't been doing any of that because you haven't had to. Or maybe your business has solely been on social media and now you need to start capturing emails and gathering a list that's proprietary to you and take all your old customers and maybe do a campaign to market to all the best customers that you've had and all your older customers and really try marketing differently. Maybe you do a foot campaign, you put flyers on doors, which sometimes can be annoying. My son does that for his power washing business. He puts door hangers on doors and it works. It works, but hey, word of mouth works the very best, but that actually works. He's also tried another method of marketing, which was putting these clips with the door hangers and throwing them on the driveway so people would have them on their driveways. That hasn't gotten as good of a response. But see, that's what you have to do. You have to test these things out. Could you market in new ways? Could you do Facebook ads? Could you do other types of paid advertising? right? Could you give samples at events or expos that draw people in? Okay. You have to think about if you have a different set of customers that you could market to. For example, my son with the power washing, he does driveways and sidewalks and all the areas around people's back patios and pools. He has started thinking, how could I get into small commercial jobs? Because he knows that's where the money is. So think about that. Where could be some new clients for you? Like if you had certain clients come in that actually bring in a lot of revenue that you're thinking, hmm, maybe I could figure out a way to start doing a lot more bulk ordering and cater to people that are having weddings or hosting big graduation parties. Instead of selling one-off gifts, how can I market to groups of people, right, to increase my revenue? Okay, so this could mean You still have baked goods and you used to have a bakery. Now you teach baking classes and that's all you do. You don't have the bake shop anymore. You do group parties of baking classes where you teach people how to do cupcakes. Could you start a new business model doing the same thing you've been doing, but in a whole new way, right? And the number nine way to pivot your business is to basically start all over. And nobody wants to do this. They don't want to start all over. But at the same time, sometimes you're ready for something new. And I will say, with COVID, there's been a lot of small businesses that have gone out of business, especially around me here locally. I'm in the suburbs. And it just absolutely breaks my heart because I know what they put into that business. And I know they were probably already struggling a little bit before COVID. And now they're just out of business. This is your chance. For those of you that this has happened to, that your business has just been ruined by the state of affairs with COVID and everything now. This is your chance to start something new. I'm telling you, it is. Sometimes it is a blessing in disguise because this is your way of picking the pieces up and stopping yourself and saying, what do I love to do? What am I good at? What fits my life? And how could I be making a difference no matter how big or small? How could I be making a difference nowadays and start something new? right? And I want you to know, I help people like you, if you are in this position and you're trying to figure out 
what type of business idea would work for you at this time in your life that could actually give you the freedom that you want, make the money you need, but create the impact that you're capable of making? I have a workshop for you. Did you know this? I have a brand new workshop. It's going to help you discover that best business idea for you. I'll put the link below. It's a self-paced discovery process, and it helps you to come up with ideas, research those ideas, and validate them so you know before you start. You know that number one, it's something you're going to love and be good at. So I guess that's number one and two, something you're going to love, something you're going to be good at. But number three, it's going to be something that you've already validated that's going to make money. You're not just starting any business. You're starting a business that's going to work, that you're doing all the groundwork for. So if you are interested in this workshop, the link is below. Y'all, it's $47. I know some of you may think that sounds like a lot. It's actually a bargain. The tools that I provide to help you validate your idea are invaluable and they will help you just ensure you are on the right track and picking the right business for you. I also offer an option where you can go through the self-paced workshop, but also have time with me to talk through your idea and see if we have any other creative things we can come up with as far as the business model to make sure that it's something that's going to work and that you love, right? So I just had to share that, that if you are thinking you need to kind of scrap what you've been doing, whether it's been a corporate job you need to quit or it's been a business that you've had and you need to kind of start from scratch. And even if you're just staying with the same thing like baking, but you really want to explore and validate different ways that you could offer it different business models, this workshop will help you with that as well. So again, click the link below to see that. But now you know, there's nine ways that you can, what we say is pivot. I think really the ninth is the huge pivot. The others are more shifts and minor shifts. But the biggest misconception of all is that it has to be radical and it doesn't have to be and you don't have to throw away what you've already accomplished. Now, your next question is, how do I do this? If I'm ready to pivot, how do I do this? So first of all, you need to make sure it represents a real opportunity, right? And that's what I told you about my workshop because that's when I want to help you make sure you do. I don't want you to start a business that you're just going to waste your time and money on and it's going to flop, okay? So you want to have proof that it's going to work, right? You want to have listened to your prior customers and you want to talk to the new ones. So that's the second thing. Make sure you have enough data from these people to know what they really want, okay? So listen to the advice that you've already gotten from your past customers. So you can think about that right now, okay? That's the second thing you need to do. The third thing you need to do then is come up with a new mission, what is your new mission? What is your whole new goal of this business? And that's the fun part to me. I love coming up with a mission because everything falls into place after that. In fact, I have an episode on that for you to create your mission statement and figure that out. So I'll put the link below too, because that can help you if you're pivoting right now, or even if you don't know yours for your current business, right? The fourth thing is to prepare a pivot narrative. And what does that mean? That means you coming up with these, the story behind it, the reasoning behind why you're pivoting so that when you're telling people now, hey, I had a bake shop, but now I'm going to be offering baking lessons. You can come up with a whole story. And I'm just going to make this up off the top of my head about how COVID came and people weren't able to come. And now you want to give them the gift of helping them make fun confections and baked goods in their own home with their families during this, you know, special time <laughs> in our lives, right? There, there hasn't, it's actually a unique time in our lives, right? So that you can come up with this narrative so that when you're telling this, people are like, yeah, I get it. That's awesome. Like it wasn't working. You're making it work because you have passion for teaching 
and you have a passion for creating that same happiness within your home and giving you the skills to do that through baking, right? So you come up with your narrative, okay? And the fifth thing that you need to do in order to pivot when you're ready to do it and to shift is to plan how you're going to serve others. And that's part of the mission, right? But actually plan it out. Okay, logistically, how am I going to serve them? How am I going to teach them about baking? How am I going to provide it in the best way so that they actually retain it and learn it and it's effective and they don't make cookies and cakes that flop and taste terrible? Like, how am I actually going to serve them and bring this joy to their lives? What am I going to be doing? So you're going to be mapping that out. So let me repeat these five steps again, okay? Make sure it represents an opportunity. Is it viable? Do you have proof? Number two, listen to what customers said prior to you before. What have they told you? And talk to them now. But you'll do that in the proof stage as well. But really thinking about and documenting what the customers have said prior that you've been working with. Number three, gather a new mission. You don't have to have the perfect statement right now. But really, what would your overall mission be? To better the lives of people that are at home and give them the gift of fun baked goods or whatever. Right, whatever you would come up with for your mission, okay? What are you on a mission to do? Then number four is to prepare your pivot narrative. Come up with your story of why you're doing this. It will be great not only for you to justify why you're doing this, but it'll be great when you tell others because they say, oh, do you still have your bake shop? And you say, no, I've actually decided to start helping people do it in their own home. And you come up with this awesome story. It's not a fake story. It's not a lie. None of it's a lie. It's all actual real things that mean something to you because that's effective. When you're talking to people and when they see your passion and when they hear it in your voice, people tell me that with this podcast, that they hear my passion and they hear that I really care and this means a lot, right? That comes off. People hear that. And the fifth thing is to really plan the logistics of how you're going to serve them to reach that mission. How are you going to serve them? So you have a lot to think about. I've got everything in the show notes if you want to look at the details below. But again, go through all those tests that I mentioned. You may have to replay this podcast if you can't go down and see the notes. Otherwise, again, scroll down. What are the tests to really think about if you should pivot, shift, take a little step one way or the other, adjust, adapt, whatever you want to call it, right? I gave you nine examples of pivots. Most of them were little, except for that last one that was a major pivot, which was starting all over. And then the five steps on how you can do it. It's not that hard. You can do it in a few days. You could probably do it in a day. I've known plenty of people that have pivoted. You can do it in a day. I'm not kidding. You can make these changes and take a step in another direction. It may be as simple as caring another product, maybe as simple as focusing now on one product and getting rid of a whole bunch of others. It may be as simple as shifting the way you offer the products. It may be as simple as shifting who you want to serve. Is it corporate? Is it person, you know, people, consumers? Is it teenagers? Is it adults? Can you narrow it down to a new group? Can you shift how you market? Can you take on new ways of marketing? Can you change your business altogether if you have to, because this is your time. Maybe it's a blessing in disguise that you get to start something fresh and new. So I hope you'll think about all that. And it gave you, (laughs) that that was a lot of information, I know, but I hope it gives you a little inspiration that you too can pivot. It can be successful. It doesn't have to be something hard. It's something that will make your business better. 
okay? It will improve your business to help bring you more money so you can create more impact, right? You could do this. And also too, I didn't really mention this, is simplifying your business because you can take a pivot. That's more about the narrowing down to certain things, but you can simplify your business and know that if you need help with that, I can help you with that as well because I think that is super crucial. You don't want this business overtaking your life. You've got to simplify everything. That's what I have had to do. As I told you, I had to simplify all my software. I had all these different programs, my website program, my email program, forms, program that gave me forms. And I started like going crazy. And so I got Kajabi, which I love it. It is now runs my whole business is on Kajabi, my whole business. So put a link below. You can always try it out for 30 days. If you've got some type of workshop or course or online offering, it's a great way to share it with the world that keeps it super concise and you've got all your tools in one place. It's expensive. I'm not going to lie. It's expensive. But I'm paying for it because I don't want to be spending more time banging my head against a wall trying to figure things out between different programs and contact various tech supports when I have issues. So that's why I did it. But you may be a wizard and you may be fine having five or six programs and it may work for you. But if you feel like your business is complicated, think about simplifying it too. Okay, so simplifying not only what you offer, but simplifying how you work on the back end. So that is it. I hope you all have a great day. Again, I offer the 30-minute coaching now. I've got the workshop. If you're pivoting your business in a major way and you want to validate your new idea and maybe you don't even have an idea yet, I can take you through that whole process. It's awesome. And what else? I guess that's it. All, everything's in the show notes, all the links, and I hope you all have a wonderful day. Oh, and if you're not in my Facebook group, if you are a female and you are just starting your business, you're in the early stages, you're getting everything going, get in my group. I would love to have you. There's three questions you need to answer when you click on the link below to get in the group. Make sure you click on them and you can become a part of it. It's a community of women who are building businesses, doing what we love, trying to do all the right things. And I'm in there every week. I'd love to have you as part of it. Okay. Thank you so much. Y'all have a great day. Bye now. Now this episode may be over, but our relationship does not have to end here. Head on over to KimberlyBrock.com. And yes, you can get more valuable information for your journey. And you know what? You don't need to go through this alone. I would love to help you. Thank you so much and have a great day. Bye.